Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the AEW Collision Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by another one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick yeah. from What Culture. Here's a look ahead to this weekend's episode of AEW Collision. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AEW Collision, but also AEW Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, and the show formerly known as NXT Super. Oh! Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course, on Wrestle Culture. As I said, they're joined by Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to AEW Collision. Before we talk about that, though, big news breaking last night that I'm sure many people would like to know your thoughts on uh, regarding Ric Flair signing a multi-year AEW deal. Yes. We are... Recording this on Friday afternoon, we have just recorded a big deep dive into whether the signing of Ric Flair and the reaction to it represents a turning point. Uh, That podcast will be available on Monday across all platforms at the latest, maybe earlier on audio, we don't know. But basically what I'm trying to get at is that I'm not glossing over the signing of Ric Flair and saying, oh, bad idea, let's move straight on to Collision, the main thing. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very interested in giving you my thoughts on Ric Flair, and I've done so in the past. (laughs) (laughs) And in the future. And in the future. Um, So, yeah, we're not glossing it over. I will give a very brief summary, but I don't want to repeat myself. We talked Um, a little bit about the news this morning as well. Indeed. Um, So, again... I'm not doing this quickly because I want to gloss over and get to the action because that's what Tony Khan kind of wants you to do with this. So that's what AEW want you to do with this. We have discussed it in depth on um, the Turning Point AEW podcast that should be available to you shortly. I will say that I hate it. Mm. I hate it. And like literally everybody else that I follow on X baffled assigning that on every single conceivable level is absolutely stupid. It destroys AW's perception as the babyface company. Mm-hmm. It makes a hypocritical, nasty, ugly mug of Tony Khan who dared criticize the alleged misdeeds of Vince McMahon in order to try and drum up tribalist fanfare ahead of his... Uh, sort of competition with NXT and then signs Ric Flair, who was probably already signed or in heavy talks to sign when that tweet was fired up. What are you doing? You've lost your arse and your head and you've made a tit of yourself and you've revealed yourself to be a hypocrite and you are meant to be the nice billionaire. My esteemed colleague, Michael Hamphlet, would say that's an oxymoron and he would be right. But (laughs) relatively speaking, terrible move. Ric Flair... Ric Flair, (laughs) for a start, his alleged uh, 
conduct and the stories and everything else. Putting that aside, which you can't, even if he was a phenomenal promo, even if he could be a great manager, even if he was interested in anything else other than promoting the brand of Ric Flair, you wouldn't want to sign him because it's not the nice thing to do and it's a terrible look if you want to get really sort of cynical and yeah, capitalism yeah, yeah. about it. Um, he, he can't cut a promo. He looked... Did he look... Did he have that... Did he strut on his Dynamite debut? <laughs> he looked like he was, by his standards, trying to not look gutted at the fact that he was not the center of attention and he was there for Sting. And I'm not saying he doesn't like Sting or he's not a friend of Sting, but as I think that the realization of him walking out was like, I'm not the main attraction. Mm. It's not all the. I'm not. I'm not styling, profiling, wooing. I'm not strutting. He just looked with a face like a smacked f***ing ass. And if he cannot do that for someone who's one of his few IRL friends left, because he drops them when they are not interested in the, the life and times of Ric Flair, you had the falling out with Shawn Michaels, remember that? Mm -hmm. Because it's not about Flair. If he cannot do that for Sting, if he cannot put a smile on that spam face of his for Sting, how much conviction is he going to muster to, like, sell people on, oh, these young cats are really good at wrestling. He offers nothing. No one wanted him there. No one asked him to be there. Infuriatingly, it's not as if they were desperate for a Legends Night Remember Twilight Days, Vince McMahon. I'm sorry, I can't help but talk about this. You're going to have yeah. to listen to it again, but do listen to that Turning oh, Point podcast because when we pressed stop, we thought one of the best ones we've ever done that. Yeah. So do listen to it. I'm sorry for repeating myself, but it's not as if, yes, I know the gates aren't great. The ratings are pretty stable. In fact, given competition, last yeah. this week's rating was really strong. And I just, it's that TNA meme of 1 1.1, 1.1, 1.0, 1.2, 1.1, 1.1, 1.1. Well, that's dynamite now, and it's number one a lot of weeks. It's They're absolutely fine. They are, you know, it's not as good as it used to be, and people are really good about that, and it doesn't feel like it used to do, and people are very good about that. But it's fine. If you're Warner, you're thinking, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's not as if they, because like when the WWE was hemorrhaging that audience, and that's why... One of the principal reasons AEW came to exist mm. is because they were hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging that audience. And they thought, oh, what do we do? Oh, hang on. We've had this plan to do a Legends Night next week. <laughs> can you make it? Can you make it? Ringing up the phone, can you make it? That's when you get a flare in. Yeah. That's when you get a Hogan or an Austin in, when it's, oh, crap. Our, we're really in the mud and the numbers are terrifying. Oh, get a shot in the arm. They didn't need that. No. And you can't offer that inexplicable on every conceivable level and the and that very much epitomizes the relationship between AEW and their fan base right now they mm. used to know everything they used to it's like they had a window into your soul Ooh, one brain yes yeah. they had a window into your soul and booked a match graphic for you they'll still do the match graphics but they don't have the, they are not connected to the audience right now Ric Flair epitomizes that and one more time Willborn I know you're busy on a Friday but Ric Flair. <laughs> what do we have in store for the show? That is probably going to be good enough for people to not talk as much or feel so much um, about Ric Flair because there's a match on here that I'm going to love if it's the best version of itself and I'll probably praise and I'll probably, this resolve I have will be softened and that's how this sort of thing mm. works. Wrestling will um, be good enough to make you forget who's involved and quite frankly, Ric Flair's not the first bad guy they've signed. But before we get to that eight man, there's also a match between Darby Allen and Hacksaw. I thought you were going to play a game there. Don't set it up like that again. I thought it was a game to be played. 
There is a game for you later. Oh, is there? I've got your game in my oh, back pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Darby Allen's first match since Wrestle Dream, fresh off the back of... Uh, let's see with. Yeah, you do it better. So it's uh, it's just... I remember off the top of my head here. So do you mind? I'm, I'm, you know, I've got baby brain, so I'm trying to remember. It's Kenny Omega. It's Chris Jericho. It's Kurt Rabushi, And then there's, there's a fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> let's see with him. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can't get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. It's teaming with him. That's crazy. It's, I've got no emotional investment in this whatsoever other than. Oh, what? <laughs> Pathetic. I don't emotionally invest in this. But we're getting Darby Allen versus Lance Archer on Saturday night. <sighs> I wrote, right, an article. Uh, when was it? 2020, I believe it was. And it was like in that era. When and they still do it now, when AEW was like so good, and it got you so jazzed that you that drove me to pitch something like I do a fantasy book and just do ten matches I really want to see and write about it. Please, yes, oh great! And it was like as good as AEW is now. Somehow they've developed they've delivered this incredible week to week experience, mm-hmm. these unbelievable pay per views that you feel like a little mark because you cannot <laughs> wait for them to come around and they take ages and you just want to get there. And yet they're doing this and they're so untouchable that they've still got millions of matches left to do. Yeah. Millions. Oh, my God. This is it. Wrestling's just here to stay, boys. Did 10 matches that AEW... 10 awesome matches that AEW still hasn't done yet or something like that. One of them, I... Shit. You not... Lance Archer versus Darby Allen, mm. because you've got the guy who will not die, who does not fear death, so much so that he considers himself half dead already, hence his face paint, versus the man whose catchphrase is, everybody dies. What a perfect dynamic that mm-hmm. is. I'm almost annoyed. You know when people were like really annoyed when it's like, oh, MGF Kenny Omega didn't get a storyline or a real build. Well, it did. The build lasted nearly 700 days. That's kind of the point. <laughs> I'm more annoyed that this hasn't got a proper program. Yeah. Can you imagine if they'd reheated Lance Archer? Because Darby Allen, spoiler alert, is going to win. Can you imagine if Lance Archer, and I don't think it's possible anymore, but came close to recapturing the aura he had in the spring of 2020. And Darby Allen's always going to be Darby Allen. Maybe that's to his detriment. He's always going to be that, I hate to use B+, but he's always going to be on that... Level just below Omega Danielson, mm. right? But imagine Alan's where he always is, and Lance Archer is at his most fearsome. He could kill you, and he's hot, and he's a monster. Like, imagine if they just sold this as a pay-per-view program. It's almost... This is the one I'm kind of good. They haven't told a story for. I think the dynamic could be that good. Yeah. And I don't want to completely overstate this match because Lance doesn't command the same atmosphere as he did that same aura. He's he's the guy, he's the big guy who got beat too many times and you yes. can't take him seriously. And that's a shame because he's so talented, but we are where we are. Because this match could be absolutely frightening, unbelievable, and Darby Allen is so intelligent as a professional wrestler. Like, his match against Luchasaurus, the way he built those comebacks, the way he could make, like, an avalanche crucifix bomb, like, quite believable against a Luchasaurus. Like, (laughs) Darby Allin versus anyone bigger than him is amazing, and anyone bigger than him is everyone, and Lance Archer (laughs) is probably the biggest. Like, the best version of this match is going to absolutely kick ass. I expect Darby to win. 
There are going to be moments where your jaw will drop, mm-hmm. where you feel terrified, where you feel exhilarated. This match would have been so much better in 2021. The best version of it still could be something incredibly special if they can really get this crowd going. Um, might take a while, but then surely Darby just goes, look at him, look at me. I'm going to have to just suicide dive him the second he comes close to the rope for his entrance. Mm. And I'm going to have to just blitz, 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 and then get a choke. They'll probably get you from second one. Mm. They'll probably get you from, you had me at second one. (laughs) Uh, This match should kick ass. This match should distance people from the more important conversations. Sadly, um, I love this match. Yeah, I think it's really amazing. I can't wait to see what this looks like. Uh, I alluded to it earlier. Um, they, for once, have announced matches after announcing the ones they did on Dynamite in the interim rather than, oh, thanks, Rampage has just finished. There's no way we can preview that whatsoever. Uh, we're getting Ricky Starks and Big Bill and the Gates of Agony versus FTR, Rush, and Preston Bats. That's another super group. You're joking. Not another one? Why is this what they do every single week? You know, like, it's yet another thing they have done to death that you can't possibly begin to feel uh, anything for because they've done it to death and they do it all of the time. The idea of, like, people coming together that you would never expect is another thing, like, virtually everything that you kind of just keep doing and expect people to feel the same thing for. Like, what's an example in wrestling history where you thought, oh, you lads are going to team up? Oh, that kicks ass. That absolutely kicks ass. Um, Oh, my God. Because New Japan are disciplined with their creative. Maybe too disciplined, and it's not as good as it used to be, but that might have been the longest stretch of greatness ever, New Japan under Ghetto. Mm. 2011 slash 12 to 2020. That's unreal by the standards of a wrestling booker in a run, in a hot promotion run. And... They didn't go, right, Dominion 2018's finished. Next week on row two, it's Kenny Omega teaming with Kazuchika Regatta. <laughs> He's just had a big feud with him. <laughs> and yet, four, five years after their last singles match, they teamed together at New Year's Dash. And I pressed this button. Oh, my God. And I also looked at my watch. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> I also got a, um, if you bear with me one second. Uh, I think I know what you're going for. I also got a... Oh. Shot composition in New Japan Pro Wrestling. You had Kenny Omega on the apron. I think he's just wrestled an exchange with um, Hanari Cobb. And you see in the background of the shot a carder take a sideways step, come into frame, and Mega doesn't look at him. He puts his hand out backwards, oh. doesn't even look at a carder, and just tags. And it's like between them, they are the 14 star tag team. Yes. And they're tagging together after all. And it's, oh my God. That's how you're meant to feel when two baby faces kind of finally come together. Not everyone should be everyone's friend. The big irony, and I know why it's called All Friends Wrestling, it's because you get your mates' jobs, and quite frankly, some of them aren't really doing it if you believe 
everyone who goes to the shows. It's more all friends wrestling now because everyone's friends, everyone's friends with everyone, or at least everyone's friend has got another friend. If you do that yes. diagram, so I, who gives a sh <laughs> if FTR team with Roosh? Who cares? Didn't this is just all in service? It's just, go on, sorry. To, well, we're just in service to what is in terms of what's next for the House of Black because obviously they were so feuding with everyone. Yeah. Well, I, I don't care that the House of Black are feuding with everyone. Um, I can never buy that that act is 100% dialed into AEW. I don't think that act has been particularly well booked by AEW, if you look at everything. The fact that you picked that act to f be the centerpiece of collision and feud with everyone is not a good idea when people don't take them seriously as they once did, and they themselves don't seem like they are 100% committed to the vision, right? Mm. And also, by the same stretch of... Can you believe that uh, Paul White and Kyle Fletcher like, really hate each other? Uh, they don't. They're just teaming with people who... <laughs> they're each teaming with people who hate each other a bit. Mm. Right? Can you believe that the House of Black hate everyone? Or that they, you know... It's just crap booking. Give me some direct one-on-one -on -one stories for the love of Jesus H. Christ. Um, this match will be really good. Maybe you'll get one of your classic um, modern-day FTR anticlimactic finishes. Oh, by the way, the House of Black got nothing to do with this match. You don't think the, like, the lights are going to go off afterwards? I couldn't give a single toss. I, don't, I just don't care about any of this. It's so spreadsheet. It's spreadsheet Jones, this. <laughs> it's absolute spreadsheet Jones. How do we get people on the card... How can we get someone to do a job who I don't care about beating, but have them team with someone who's a star theoretically and over a man tag with wildly different components? What do you think he is next for the House of Black then? Or just I don't know. Now that Danielson, I was going to say the Danielson thing felt like. Not only do I not know Wellborn, I couldn't possibly care. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Um, you mentioned uh, Captain Insano, and uh, previously we saw him hanging out with the Acclaimed, <laughs> if you remember. And today, oh, sorry, today, tomorrow is the 69th day of their title reign. That's a sex number. Um, uh. <laughs> and as part of National 69 Day, they're celebrating their title, um, despite what happened on Dynamite. What do you think they're going to do other than probably some innuendos at a while, I guess? Yeah. Uh, we would never do that on this podcast, no, would God, we? Um, dinner for two. Beautiful view. <laughs> What's that? 69. Bingo, correct. Uh, Hang on. <laughs> What's that, Taz? Bingo! <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they'll probably talk about the fact that 69 is uh, one of the funny numbers because if you uh, put 69 on its side, it somewhat resembles uh, someone climbing on your face, genitals first, so that you can, you know... Hopefully, pleasure their erogenous zones while they do you. And it's sex, but you're not allowed to say it's sex. But if you can get away with kind of alluding to sex, then that makes the joke funny. <laughs> Wilborn, uh, I just want to play the football grid at our desks downstairs <laughs> because as a 38 year old guy who doesn't want to watch house show teams on television. And who is bored rigid of the acclaimed. I do not want them to go at 69. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what that is, guys? Do you know what that is, uh, people in attendance at the... Is there a... Um, where is it? Because you've got a running gag, have you not? Oh, the lick your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't talk about this anymore. With a good yeah. conscience, can't we? No. Uh, I was just looking at what the national day. Where does uh, this telecast emanate from? Do you, uh, oh god, I wish it was yesterday, the National Deviled Eggs Day. <laughs> I was just looking up national days. Today is apparently, according to the uh, very official nationaldaycalendar.com, today's World Jellyfish Day, mate. So, oh, and National Sandwich Day. Don't combine those two though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where does this telecast emanate from? I forgot what I was actually going to say. And I am <laughs> scrambling here to find where they are doing AW Collision from. Maybe that says something about their lack of promotion. I forgot what I was going to tie this into, by the way. So we're just we're just trying to get Wilborn to do a voice here. But whilst I look that up, uh, do you think uh, with the Swerve Strickland AR Fox thing, we're going to get Hangman Page trying to... Because surely... You knew Swerve Strickland was going to be in a specific place at a specific time. You just jump at the bell. They should, at the very least, have the match start. Hangman Page come out. Security guards pull him back. No, I know Swerve Strickland should probably be shoot arrested if this was real. But you can't get your hands on him because the guy who should have been arrested for, you know invading your home and terrorizing your family mm. um, has to have a wrestling match. <laughs> Come on. It's all stupid. It's all completely stupid. Um, I hate it all so much. And I used to like this feud. And the fact that they're doing it two pay-per-views in a row is a pretty uninspiring omen for um, the 
monthly pay-per-view model that they are insidiously doing. Oh, I've got WrestleDream this month, and then there's Full Gear in um, November, and guess what? New one in December. That means you're doing one every month. Just say you're doing monthly pay-per-views, which you won't ever, even though that's what clearly you are doing, because you know it's got a connotation of being bad. Here's an idea. Don't do bad stuff. <laughs> are you being told to? All right, okay, cool. Um... I want to speak nicely about AR Fox versus Swerve Strickland. So find the name of this building. So what they should do, it's sorry. It's the, uh, the uh, Intrust Bank Arena. The Intercourse Bank Arena. <laughs> yeah, I'm really going to hate that 69-day celebration, just so you know. There is in Canada. Like Toto. They're in Kansas anymore. They are, though, because they're in Wichita. So. Uh, Quiet. <laughs> Match comes out. AR Fox, probably already in the ring. Then again, it's collision. They'll stretch it out. He'll get an entrance. Swerve follows him. Hangman Page sprints out as Swerve is just about to hit the ring. As I said, no, don't attack the guy who invaded your home and terrorized your family and should be arrested. Obviously, none of that matters because it's fake and he's about to have a wrestling match. Mm. So the security come and pull him away, and at least you square off the idea that Paige is looking for Swerve, right? Mm. Then he can maybe do some kind of gimmick where it's like, Paige, you've been wound up too much. Uh, it's part of the contract. You can't put your hands on Swerve because we're worried we won't have the big pay-per-view attraction, blah, 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 blah. But at least then you have, you make sense of the fact that Swerve wants his blood but can't get it yet, mm. right? And then when... Swerve can do some kind of bye-bye motion. The old Jacob Murphy, bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. AR Fox can just do some dive onto him from outside of the ring. And guess what? I've pitched that for both Archer and Darby and Swerve AR Fox, which means because it's AW, that's how both matches will start because they can't stop plagiarizing themselves with finishes and match starts and babyface supergroups. God damn it, this business used to be something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and then I uh, will say one thing. They've already had a match on a Dynamite that, for obvious reasons, right, the story, the fact that they would have to get this all cleared with Warner to do that level of violence, it ain't going to be the Lucha Underground match. But I think after the first one was good for what it was, completely different context, this should be excellent on its own terms. <clears throat> Just looking up national days whilst you're talking about that. Not listening to me. I, I called you an absolute ginger arsehole. I wondered why you didn't see anything. <laughs> September 22nd. Is that right? On my birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yours is July, August, the uh, 8th. Correct. <laughs> he held his hands up. <laughs> I'm going to look, look what I get as well, actually. Yeah. Yours, Michael Sidgwick. You've got quite a few on yours. Uh, National Girls' Night. Uh, National Ice Cream Cone Day. What about the ice cream? That's the best bit. Hobbit Day. (laughs) (laughs) You dick. Uh, National (laughs) Elephant Appreciation Day. You know who loves elephants? Who's that? My mother. She just loves them. And I always get like an elephant-themed gift. Birthdays and Christmas. And also, also, also National White Chocolate Day. You find a white chocolate? I like white chocolate, but I like I'm a fat little bastard. Um, I like white chocolate, and what's good is that no one else in my family does, so that never gets stolen when I purchase it. 
What else? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about <laughs> talking about euphemisms with National Sixty Nine Day, right? which I'm not looking forward to because we don't giggle things uh, like that. Um, and August eighth, Global Sleep Under the Stars Night. Ah, uh, International Cat Day. Oh, yours is a very twee and wholesome day. Uh, International Happiness Happens Day. That's because Wilborn's been born. <laughs> <laughs> but no joke. August eighth. Sneak some zucchini into your neighbor's porch day. <laughs> what? Right. That sounds like the most. Uh, can you imagine having the? F- I think that happened uh, with my parents about uh, nine months before. You know what? Sixty-nine days. Obviously, going to be goaded. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was so cynical about it. Um, can you imagine, right, living next to someone who actually um, happy? You know, sneak zucchini. On your neighbor's porch day to all that celebrate. Imagine finding a zucchini. What is it? What's the real word for it? A courgette. Yeah. Hate courgettes, mate. Ugh. Ah, they're so slimy and horrible in the middle. You can get something out of a courgette, Willborn, as long as you strip the uh, the pulp out of the middle. You can actually make, even then, you can crisp them up real nice. Mm. There's a way to prepare them, but I'm not... I would eat it. I would never prepare something of my own volition with a courgette. Zucchini. Can you come up with a stupider word, America? Uh, but can you imagine, like, you, you go outside and you see a courgette and you dormer or whatever, and you see your next door neighbors going, yeah, I'm, I'm going to move. I'm going to move because you're one of the people who goes, uh, I'm crazy, me. I'm mental, me. Uh, Sorry, never it? bother me again. You weren't listening again, were you, ginger ass? No, I was. Li- I was listening. It must be an absolute nightmare. But I was thinking they would also. Be <laughs> a, they would also be a nightmare. Shut up, Sidgy. If there was someone who uh, I forgot, we did this the other day, and I really, we both really enjoyed it. If they were like, uh, I've uh, kind of got a bit of a bit of a bit of a hobby outside smuggling zucchinis onto your porch. Oh, stupid name. Uh, I write horror stories. All oh, right. Two sentence horror stories. Ah, uh, yeah. Just got a couple for you before, and then I'll we'll finish with the game. Yes. It's Friday, isn't it? Have they not announced the woman's match yet? No, of course not. <laughs> Sky Blue will do something and think you'll try and get her own back because of getting Blue misted on Dynamite, maybe. Yeah. Or, I don't know, Willow Nightingale gets another title shot? Sky Blue in action, then. Yeah, probably. Uh, in the little bottom corner. They won't announce it beforehand. Uh, why would you bother? Why would um, you bother doing that? <laughs> I was just eating my morning cereal, Sidge. Do you want to play? Do you want to guess? Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's the game. Okay. Go on then. I was just eating my morning cereal, and then I started to choke. Oh, is that too like? It's good. It's better. I was just eating my morning cereal until I saw it was actually teeth, and the milk was blood. <laughs> Imagine like pressing send on that and going, "I'm Stephen King." <laughs> Oh, where's the one? Where's the one I just saw there? That was great. It's time for your spooky story. (laughs) It almost feels like Christmas, except I've got no eggnog. Time for you to be milked. Are you incredibly close? Thankfully, I can just milk some more from my creature. Like, uh, yeah, I know, it's up there with the all-time great horror villain introductions <laughs> where you've got Michael Myers, like, very uncanny, just staring in the school window. 
Oh, you know, Pennywise the clown has got a smile, and then when the bedsheet blows and you see him again, it turns into that malicious frown. Oh, I need some eggnog for my wholesome Christmas treat. It's a creature. Yeah, rule of three. This one has to be the best for the rule. <laughs> I don't know which one to go for here. Yeah. Do, do, do four, obviously. That's the answer. Let's see, let's see what you think about this one. <clears throat> I'm going to guess. This is not, you know, not not a laughing matter, this. I watched grief-stricken as my grandfather was lowered into his grave. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I was going to say, I was a bit of a hospital pass for me here. I watched grief-stricken as my grand- grandfather was lowered down to his grave. And that's because he was still alive. Oh, I'll tell you what. I watched grief-stricken as my grandfather was lowered into the grave. A bird smashed into the coffin, creating a hole, and my grandfather's hand emerged. <laughs> How big was this f***ing bird? <laughs> How fast was it going? <laughs> Jesus. Right. One final thing. Because it's been happening a no, lot. We, we did say four stories. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Let me let me find some more of these classics. Oh, you might be able to get this one. All my life, my parents told me not to open the basement door, but I got curious and disobeyed them. And that's when the werewolf got me. Oh, you see, you. you, you you're thinking about this all wrong, Sid. Well, in terms of horror convention. Mm. All my life, my parents have told me not to open the basement door, but I got curious and disobeyed them. What is that glowing ball in the sky and why does it hurt my eyes? <laughs> okay, that's not bad because, you know, the twist is... Oh, it's yeah. the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, before we finish up... It's time to play the game! Who's Miro going to murder this week? Ah, well, I don't know. Hmm, maybe we should dare consult the roster page to find out with Pro Evil rules. Following the uh, footsteps of Action Andretti and Ryan Nemeth, I believe it was last week, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. Uh, I am scrolling through the roster page. Who is Miro? Or who's initially going to approach CJ Perry? Or at least attempt to. And Miro's going to go. No, no, no. Bro, you have rules as we say. Yes, yes, yes. Stop. For Dustin Rhodes. I'd, I'm going to stick. Yeah? I don't, I don't want Dustin Rhodes to, like, solicit the services of... CJ Perry, because that's ridiculous. Like, he doesn't need advice. He's the veteran. So mm. that would make no sense from a character point of view. But I'd watch Miro versus Dustin Rhodes. I think that could be absolutely incredible. So I'm just going to uh, stick. Dad, it's time for you to open up your Christmas presents, I said jokingly. But then the laughter stopped when he found out I got him a gun. <laughs> no. My smile turned to horror as his urn levitated and flew towards the tree. <laughs> uh, enjoy AW Collision. Why would you get him a uh, present <laughs> Why would you like, dead? Oh, here's a funny joke. Dad's dead. Open your presents. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm like, next week I might write my own and see if you can guess them. <laughs> right, anyway, let us know your thoughts ahead of AW Collision uh, on eggs. At what culture WWE? Watch the egg. Follow me. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me. At Listen to the turning point. It was probably yeah. better than this. It'll be out on Monday. There's <laughs> yeah. a video. I believe it'll probably be out over the weekend at some point uh, as audio, but genuinely really chuffed with what we with what we did there. Uh, follow us all at what culture WWE. Uh, what culture wrestling podcast? Wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcast. Me and Sidgwick will be back on Monday to review AEW Collision. But for now, my thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 